welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now, please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to the season three finale of the Grace to Gather podcast. So we are really excited to wrap this season up. Um, it, I feel like it's been a really interesting season. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of, um, I think, progress in season three. But I feel like we've also had some, um, some things that we definitely still need to continue to get better at in relationship to podcasting. Um, but do you have any thoughts on season three? Uh, I, you know, I thought season three was very enjoyable, um, if I do say so myself, but I, what, my hope is that you have had progress, um, in, in the practice of hospitality in your lives, um, and, uh, in spending more time with your families, focusing on what is most important, uh, in your life. Hopefully we've had an impact, um, uh, on you in that area. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we just are always going to go back to that. Our heart for the Grace Together podcast is that we would encourage you to change the world, really, um, one table at a time, that, that you would invite people to your table, and through that interaction, you would grow a community that in and of itself has the power to change the world into the direction that you would like it to go for you. And I think there's so much going on in the world right now, we can get so focused on all of the negative and just... <laughs> you know, all of the things that maybe we don't agree with or that are impacting our lives um, without us having a choice. And, and it can feel overwhelming and, um, and discouraging. And I think that's where if we really just bring it back down to the simplicity of having someone at your table and interacting with them in a positive and encouraging way, it, you know what, I've um, I've heard this before, and I really believe it. Um, you know, when you take a rock and you throw it in the water, and the water then just ripples out. Well, I really believe that that the things we say and the actions that we make have that same sort of ripple out effect. We may not be aware of it at the time, but when you invite someone to your table, there's that um, ripple out effect, and you may not even be aware of it. And that's really our our mission. And our point of view as far as the Grace Together podcast is concerned. And I feel like this season, um, we were able to really get into um, some different perspective on hospitality mm -hmm. than we have in the past couple of seasons. And I, I feel like it was, um, I mean, I felt like it was really beneficial for me. I felt like it really even helped me kind of think differently about some things. How about you? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, just back to your point of, um, you know, be the change that you want to see happen. And, um, and for, for every action, there is an equal reaction uh, to that. And so, you know, by, by doing things different than what the world is calling us to do right now, to, to stand strong in your belief that the world can be better and that people can be better, and that we can draw people 
closer together through hospitality and relationship um, rather than being so isolated. Um, I mean, it'll, it'll just make a huge difference in, in the community. And, and it, again, you know, we'll, we say this often that it, it starts with your family and, and um, being focused on the most important things uh, in life, which are, you know, are not uh, a job <laughs> or TV um, or, you know, sports or anything like that. It's really the relationship that starts with your family and then expands to others uh, from that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think <laughs> this, um, we talked a little bit last week just about, you know, having um, the right perspective and, and having peace in, in your environment. And, and, you know, for us, we talked a little bit about just family conflict. And I think that it's really easy to have the perspective sometimes that because things are hard, they're not valuable. They're not worth it, right? Like it's, it is hard sometimes to push through things. And so we decide that it's just not worth it. You know, we'd rather do something that's not hard. Yeah. We'd rather do something that's a little easier and not push through. But the reality is, is that when it comes to hospitality, especially if you're starting with your family, you have to be willing to um, push through sometimes when you have hard um, relationships or hard encounters, um, whatever that may look like in, in your family. And, you know, we're speaking more specifically of your immediate family. Uh, not that it's not important to, you know, try to have positive relationships with your entire family. But um, I think I'm speaking more about those that live in your home, your children, you know, mm-hmm. um, your mother, your father, kind of just your close knit um, family. And I think that um, as we continue in this holiday season, we're actually getting ready to have all of our family here for Christmas. And yeah, that'll so, be fun. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. We we get to spend um, our grandson's first Christmas with him, and so we're very. That was kind of an unexpected thing. We didn't think we were going to be spending Christmas with them, and they're going to be able to come out and. So we'll have the whole family here this Christmas, which in our life means we're going to experience a lot of chaos. <laughs> our, our family is pretty loud and boisterous. So it's, it's going to be chaotic all the time. We literally are going to go from one thing to the next. There, there will be food and games and, you know, Christmas morning and church and all the activities and... Um, Everybody has an opinion about everything. We'll probably end up talking about everything. It seems like every subject comes up when we're all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will undoubtedly have disagreements on those subjects. Um, potentially, we'll have disagreements on games. I mean, you know, it just <laughs> is like this kind of, you know, explosion of personalities that happens when we all get together. Yeah. And our grandsons, I think, are fitting into that as well. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of are are in and of themselves their own little personalities. Um, but I think that um, it's just so important to to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. To be okay with with whatever the rhythm is of your family. I know not every family is like ours. There are families that are you know that that are farm more calm and um you know their interaction is is really different maybe that's how your family is but i think just embracing 
what your family's characteristics are and enjoying them is so important and not allowing the hard things to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything worthwhile um, takes effort and takes hard work uh, to be successful at and hospitality and relationships are no different uh, in that regard. And, you know, put in the, put in the hard work because the, the payback for it is far beyond what um, you can imagine. When you can bring your family together in a love-filled environment, the, the joy that you get from that is, is just indescribable. And, you know, you can, you can have joy in the midst of chaos. Uh, certainly. And I mean, sometimes that's, you know, that's what you, that's what you get is joy in the midst of chaos because, you know, our family can be very chaotic. And, but like Neva said, maybe your family is much more, you know, quiet and peaceful and reserved. Um, I'd, I'd like to, to experience that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we get a little bit out of hand, but, uh, uh, but there's, there's, you know, there's love, there's joy, there's, you know, just family and, and it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, so be in the moment, I guess that's my, my encouragement to you is to, to slow, slow your pace down a little bit and be in the moment, uh, in this holiday season, um, to enjoy those around you, enjoy the season, uh, and to, you know, just live like you know what it's all about. Okay, so let's maybe give a few um, tips on how to, um, you know, continue to go through the holiday season in a way that you have peace and you're able to yourself experience joy and also you're able to extend joy. And I think that you kind of nailed it on the head just with slow down. Mm-hmm. Be willing to slow down. And um, do you have any thoughts on ways that you can do that? Yeah. So I've been re- reading this uh, amazing book by John Mark Comer uh, called uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And the book is all about, um, you know, we are, we're so busy. The entire world is so busy. We're busy all the time and just frantic and chaotic and stressed out. And life was not intended to be like that. We were intended to, to live life of, of peace and with margin to think about things and to, uh, you know, to invest in relationships and to, you know, invest in ourselves and, but not in a chaotic, you know, 24, seven, 365 days a year, um, environment, but that's how the world has, has really, um, become. And, you know, it's, and it gets even more so around the holiday season. And I know I've talked about this before, but it, with all the advertisements and we're just bombarded day after day, minute by minute with, with, all this stuff, and none of it has anything to do with the meaning of Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's all about making money. And so I just want to encourage you to, you know, to, to try to take a step back from that, to take a 
big, deep breath and slow down a little bit and, and just be, be present. Think about the things that are most important to you uh, in life and put your energy there in, in those places. And again, the, the return on investment in that uh, is amazing. Yes, very true. And I know, you know, we're, as we're preparing to have our family here, one of the things we're going to be doing actually the day before Christmas Eve is family photos and, um, you know, nothing like cramming some things in, Mm -hmm. you know, just before Christmas day. Um, but we, um, are also probably going to try to do a little bit of filming during that time frame. And so I was really thinking about, okay, what am I going to make for dinner? And what is that? What's that going to look like? Because we're doing the pictures at the end of the day. And, you know, so I'm, I'm thinking through like, how do I make a nice big meal for my family in the midst of uh, pictures and you know, filming and, and, uh, you know, so me being me, I start, well, I'm going to make pasta. I'll just do some multiple pastas, but we have like gluten-free and dairy-free and all these other things that we can't do. And, you know, so I'm looking at recipes and trying to figure out how I'm going to make this, you know, big, you know, Italian dinner. And, and I was like, okay, there's got to be something that I could do that would look good, that would feed people, that would be easy. What, you know, what could it be? And I'm like, you know what, I could do nacho bar. And, you know, I could have some crock pots with, you know, the, the uh, meat and cheese and beans and all those things and just set it all out nicely so that really the family can just graze as we go. So, you know, if, if we have an opportunity to fill a plate, we can, if we don't, if we're just snacking on the way through, we can do it, but it's something that can be on paper plates and it can be, you know, prepared all in advance. And all I have to do is just put it in crock pots and warmers and have it ready to go. And so I think, you know, I would really encourage you to, if you have some moments in your holidays where you're wanting to do a lot because you're wanting your family together and eating together and you're doing all the things. Well, think about what can I do that is going to still feed everybody and meet all the criteria as far as, you know, food needs and kid needs and all of those things without um, killing myself and, you know, without working so hard that I don't have time to be present in that moment and then you know that time that mm-hmm. we have together um, and so i would just encourage you to let some things go you know i mean sure it'd be great to make a big gorgeous beautiful dinner but um it wouldn't be appreciated <laughs> you know we <laughs> it would be we wouldn't have time to scoop up lasagna or you know those yeah. things and eat them in that same type of way it would just end up you know probably getting cold and we'd be coming back and trying to reheat and, you know, so, so be willing to maybe even step back from some tr- traditions that you have. I mean, traditions are great. We love traditions. We have lots of traditions. In fact, um, you know, one tradition that we have that I've been doing since I was a child and we've done it with our kids every year and our kids now do it with their kids is making and decorating sugar cookies. And I used to make all the sugar cookies and decorate them all at the same time and so there was there were these hours of you know making these cookies and what i've learned now is that 
those sugar cookies actually are fine in the refrigerator for like a week to 10 days. If, if you cover them really well, you put them in Ziploc bags and, you know, if you have refrigerator space for them and you just stick them in there, when you pull them out, they're great. They're just like they were the day you made them. And so now I make my sugar cookies days in advance. So when we're doing sugar cookies, all I have to do is just the frosting and we're set to go. You know, so just think about, are there any things you can do? Maybe you don't want to let go of certain traditions, but are there any things you can do to make um, it easier on yourself, you know, in advance to um, still continue on with your traditions, but not in a way that depletes you and, um, you know, really sucks your energy as opposed to in a way that you can still enjoy it and mm-hmm. participate. Yeah. Yeah, one of the um, one of the ways to do that is is to is to learn how to say no, <laughs> to learn to what things to say no to, um, so that you can say yes to the more important things. And um, often, you know, we're we're asked by you know many many people to do this, do that, do all all kinds of things, and you know, we, and we want to say yes to everything, and and to because it's all do, really fun, right? It's right, all right. yeah, yeah, good. And uh, but you know, sometimes you just have to say no. Um, we you know we can't do that because you know we're we have something else going on or whatever. Um, but just learn to say no uh, to some things so that you can experience the the, the better things uh, in life. So as we kind of wrap up talking about really focusing in on the things that are important. Um, I want to update you a little bit with some of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the season and where we stand. Um, so I'm, to the frustration of my family, I very much am a um, goal setter, speak it out there, we can do it kind of person. And so a lot of the time, you know, I have the idea and I'm like, we're going to do this and we're going to get it done. And this season, um, we started out with sharing with you some of the things that we were going to accomplish this season. And unfortunately, we have not accomplished them. Um, But we do have some updates. So let me update you a little bit. Um, One of the things that we shared with you that we were going to have um, completed early in the season was our Grace Together Life Group curriculum. And we actually are really, really close to having that completed. We are at final edit, and we have been figuring out um, the printing component of it, we, the publishing, you know, just all of those aspects were a little um, more in depth, I think, than I realized when um, we thought we had it ready to go. So although we were, did have it ready to go, we were not ready to go yet. <laughs> so, um, so at this point in time, um, it is right there at final editing, and we are... Um, kind of learning, have learned all of the things we need to do to get it published and in print. So we will keep you updated. Um, we hope to have that ready to be released soon. Um, and then the other thing is our YouTube channel. And um, we decided just based on our lack of knowledge still in relationship to um, producing content that we were going to have someone come in and help us um, develop the first few YouTube videos that we do. 
And so we are in the process of that. Mm -hmm. We do have those things on the calendar. So we, you know, look forward to being able to bring the YouTube channel, um, you know, content um, to you soon. Um, I'm not going to give a date because that got me in trouble last time. Um, but, you know, um, hopefully, you know, fairly early in, in 23. Um, and then we also had talked about Patreon. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this as well. We initially were feeling like we really needed to come up with a way to monetize Grace Together in order to help us, uh, you know, continue to get this message out. And um, ultimately, we are feeling like we don't want to monetize in such a way that people are paying for our content, um, but we really want to, you know, try to be intentional to set up ways that you can donate to the Grace Together podcast if you feel like you are in agreement with our um, message and our our values and what our uh, point of view is here at grace together and so we will be working on that but we won't be doing it in such a way that we're monetizing um like with a patreon and so you know we're working on what that looks like with our website and how we can um set some things up so that donations are possible but i think we just really want to always be giving what god gives us in such a way that we can help other people um and just trust that that the resources will come in in order to manage the expenses of Grace Together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you know, it, it's an we it started out as a nonprofit, and it, it is a nonprofit. Uh, it's never been about making money uh, on any any level whatsoever. Um, we just felt called to this ministry um, and called to help people um, and come back together in relationship and in hospitality and. You know, we feel like God's called us to this, and whom God calls, God equips, and God provides for. So uh, we're just going to trust that 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 He is going to provide um, you know the resources that we need to keep going uh, and to keep putting out great content. Um, and you know, and we'll just do our part. Absolutely. So we actually we don't. Um, last year we did three seasons of the Grace Together podcast, and. Um, as of right now, we're thinking that we're probably going to do, to do two seasons of podcasts this year. Um, they'll probably be a little bit longer, but, um, you know, so we're not exactly sure when our season will start back up again, um, because we have a wedding that we're planning this, um, spring and also because we are, um, launching into another, um, business venture. We think that it probably will be sometime in March, um, but we'll keep you updated with that. Um, it won't be too long. Um, but we are really thankful that you've taken the time to join us on the podcast. And um, please, you know, if you have any questions or any uh, thoughts, any ideas on information that maybe you would like us to um, get into, talk about, cover, we certainly don't have you know, all the answers. We would love to have your feedback and we would love uh, to get into some topics that maybe we have missed, but you feel would be important. I just wanted to leave you with one last scripture before we close out. And it's in the book of Luke chapter two. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby, wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. So, from our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace to Gather podcast.